The person who suffers the most when your marketing sales and service technologies are colliding is your buyer that then turns into the customer. Hey everyone, this is Mary Grothy, founder and CEO. You're listening to the Revenue Radio Podcast brought to you by House of Revenue. Each week, we'll talk about common revenue challenges and how to get past them share real-world experiences, and get a glimpse into my life as a CEO scaling my own business. If you're a struggling entrepreneur or just an entrepreneur looking to be inspired, this podcast is for you. I'll give you honest, unfiltered, and practical insights into growing your business and getting past your revenue plateau. We are getting technical today. Saddle up. We're talking about RevOps, also known as revenue operations. We like defining RevOps as the glue that holds the revenue engine together. It's defined as the tech stack or the technologies that you're using in every revenue department. Any technology or operational process that's aligned to the customer experience from that first touch point in branding all the way through marketing, the sales funnel, post-purchase, when they become a customer, all of that defines revenue operations. Today, we are going to talk about when marketing, sales, and service collide. Let me paint a picture of what a disjointed revenue engine looks like. We've had the privilege since the end of 2019 when we first launched our RevOps offering, we've had the privilege to implement probably close to 30, if not more, revenue engines at this point. And what we typically see is that marketing, sales, and service all use separate technologies. Sales will have a CRM. Marketing will have some sort of email automation, typically not much more than that, like a MailChimp as an example or a constant contact. And then the service team will use ServiceNow, ServiceFusion, Zendesk, there's a couple of them out there. But typically, the three technologies aren't the same technology. They're not really connected together. And unfortunately, it impacts your customer. So let's break this down. The person who suffers the most when your marketing, sales, and service technologies are colliding is your buyer that then turns into the customer. The overall client experience that you're creating starts with the first touch point with branding all the way through the marketing funnel, sales funnel, into customer success. With that, we recommend allowing marketing, sales, and CS to live in one CRM, one database, with different functions for automation and collaboration with the human counterpart internally who works in that department based on the stage of the buyer's journey or the customer's journey. When you don't have that and it's disjointed in in several different systems, that's when it's going to collide. So that's the technology part. It's colliding. It's clunky. It's creating friction. What about the alignment of those people, their behaviors and processes with the buyer's journey or the customer's journey. 
it's usually misaligned. And I'm going to give you some concrete examples here. And then you look at internally, you can take this lack of alignment one step further. Does marketing even talk to sales outside of getting angry that they don't close the leads that they're sending over? Does sales even talk to marketing except when they get angry and say, I need more leads. Why don't you give me any good leads? Or I need a new sales deck or one page or leave behind or something that I can email people. Then the service team, it seems that marketing is very rarely connected to customer success and service teams. It's a gaping hole of opportunity if marketing isn't supporting the entire revenue function and customer lifecycle. Then you have, of course, the age-old sales versus operations <laughs> feud. Sales oversold this. No, operations, you just don't know what you're doing. I've lived this life. When I was selling for the Fortune 1000 payroll and HR company, I started back in 2006. I was selling in 2008. My first two years were as a district sales assistant. During that time, we did a massive migration from ACT, an old database CRM tool, to Salesforce. I served on the committee. I got to build salesforce.com out and highly, highly customizable enterprise version of Salesforce from start to finish. It was incredible experience. I remember it. I still use it to this day. Very appreciative having the opportunity to work firsthand on a build out of that magnitude. From there, we had no marketing automation and we had no email or sales automation. Everything was manual. The operations and service team operated out of a completely separate system. It was an Oracle-based database and we did not communicate through technology to operations. Literally, the communication was walking over to the other side of the hallway and taking a stack of papers, usually filled out by hand. Here you go. Here's all the information you need to implement this customer. Put a paperclip on it, dropped it in the basket. Sometimes I would attach some Skittles or <laughs> some candy to the person who be implementing my client, give them a little gift, little gift card for Starbucks. And then that was it. That's not efficient way of doing this. You fast forward and look at today. What's surprising is even though that was in 2008, we in 2022 are working with companies that still have this outdated way and they have a silo focus for each of these revenue departments, marketing, sales, and customer success. And they're so separate. They're so separate. Not only are they not using the same technology, but the teams don't even talk to each other. And the person paying the price is the customer. So how can we solve this? I can speak from experience and tell you how we solve it. One, we put everybody on HubSpot. HubSpot is the technology that has proven itself over and over and over again to provide the winning formula for scale. We implement typically the pro or enterprise bundle for our clients, and we will start with the CMS. We rebuild their website and put that on to HubSpot CMS. There's a lot of power behind connecting the website to the database of the marketing engine. From there, we build out the marketing 
component, all the automation, the workflows, the email marketing, connecting to social and paid media for all the campaigns, using it as the basis for SEO, blog writing, and other forms of content marketing. We are using this as the engine. Every piece of content that's gated on the website has workflows built behind it. So it's truly a lead magnet that's encouraging conversion. And then it is flawless between the handoff, between marketing and sales. There's no separate systems. There are no walls or barriers. The sales team has full visibility because it's a single database into all the information and of all the prospects, leads, contacts, companies inside of HubSpot. What we build is a methodology where it's inbound and outbound at the same time. We love account-based marketing, account-based sales, and what we find is that we can combine the funnel. So while marketing is working to get the opt-in and then to, once we have the opt-in, nurture and drip to those people and engage them in content that's relevant based on the industry, based on the buyer, based on where they are in their buying process. And then the sales team is able to see every web page they've visited, every how long they've spent on a page, how often they visit, if they click on certain elements. And then you can even have it score points for you so that the sales team doesn't have to wait until someone raises their hand and fills out a contact us form. You can actually build a score and then they're able to call that person who apparently has spent a lot of time interacting with your brand and on your website and reading your material, but they haven't taken the next step. But the salesperson can be proactive in the outbound and create an engaging conversation. If you don't have a single engine for marketing and sales, you're missing out. This is a way that you can create camaraderie and alignment between marketing and sales is have them work in a single database with automation that works in everybody's favor and it honors the buyer and their process and how they're interacting with the brand and it's specific based on their ICP and buyer persona. This is where those two teams can remove the, the need to collide with each other and argue and disagree. Then you have what happens post-purchase. So in the post-purchase decision, you will have a new client onboarding experience. And where sales and customer success can collide is by not transferring all that information they worked so hard to obtain during the sales process. Think about as a buyer, when you buy something and the salesperson is thorough, he or she asks a lot of questions, you share your life story, and then you get into operations, implementation, success, service, whatever you want to call it, and they, they start over and say, well, tell me about yourself. You're like, what? I just spent three months with your company. What do you mean? tell you about myself. So what are you doing to make sure that there's no friction and it's seamless through that handoff? Well, we've built new client profiles. We've used custom objects and forms within HubSpot to allow all the information that the salesperson worked hard to gather and find out during the sales process, that information lives on the client record, on the contact record, on the company record, and then any additional information that needs to be collected, like assigned 
contract, um, obtaining contact information for supplementary contacts, like the billing contact is an example, billing information, whatever else is needed in order to pass this new client from purchase into implementation. You can use HubSpot to collect all of that. It seamlessly, seamlessly is present there for the implementation team to review. Then the implementation team can also go back and read anything they want to. They can even go back and listen to prior recorded calls because in HubSpot, all calls can be recorded and all that history lives on this record. Now, service and sales aren't colliding. They worked together during the handoff and the customer is the one who wins in this circumstance. Now, that transition from sales to service the client is excited, their guard hasn't been raised, they are bringing forth a more optimistic attitude to the experience, they're not triggered or frustrated, implementation's going to go smoother. Now, how can marketing continue to support post-purchase? What about adoption and training? Can marketing assist customer success by producing written copy for the knowledge base, videos, training videos to get the new users up and running on the technology. Then what about retention? You can use a technology like HubSpot to input all the fields and reminders of dates of when someone's coming up for renewal. You can put in multiple dates to remind teams of when they need to be having renewal conversations to get ahead of it. You can trigger and include sales in the conversation if your success and account management, as an example, are separated functions. So someone's responsible for retaining the relationship, but then someone else is responsible for augmenting or growing. Marketing will play a part in making sure that you have communication on upon that renewal. What if the product or service set has changed? What if they only came on with a one or two products or services that you offered. But during the renewal time, this is a great time to pull in marketing collateral and have a conversation about growing the relationship. Then you go into expansion. Whether expansion happens at renewal time or it's happening throughout the relationship, marketing plays a significant role here. And we can trigger inside of HubSpot the events. So if we, uh, when we onboard a new client, you can put in there within this amount of time. The plan is to schedule a meeting to discuss these additional product services. And then you're able to take in the marketing collateral with you, but also marketing can drip through email campaigns or offer webinars, ways to keep customer education at the forefront. Also, what about not directly trying to upsell, but what about future tech roadmap? What about future releases on the technology or new features? And Helping the end user know what is now available at their fingertips. What kind of client communication and education do you have? Leverage marketing for that to work in conjunction with the customer success and account management team to make that happen. The last part is through client incentive programs. We want brand advocates. We want these customers to be screaming from the mountaintop, hey, this is a great product or service. Have you built a client incentive program? You can use HubSpot to do that, to track that. You can use leverage marketing to create ways that people can share or invite 
others to the program or to the product or service, and then potentially the referrer can earn points or free product or get a discount, you name it. When marketing, sales, and service collide, it's usually because they're working in separate technologies, the teams aren't communicating and talking to each other, and the customer loses because it creates a frictionful experience. And RevOps can solve this problem by bringing in a single database and tech stack layer like HubSpot that comes inside of the system already with all the workflows and automations you need. So Salesforce, as an example, doesn't have that. And you have to tack on Pardot. You have to tack on SalesLoft or Outreach to get all these additional pieces of functionality, whereas HubSpot has it all inside of the database. Then you look at what about now that we've fixed the tech problem, are our teams communicating? Are their efforts and behaviors aligned? And are we cutting down the sales cycle? Are we allowing our buyer when they're in the buyer's journey and then customer when they become a customer in the customer's journey? Are we allowing them to have a seamless, frictionless experience between those key handoffs from an inbound lead or marketing to sales and then sales to success? And what does the renewal experience look like? And then how are we growing the relationship, revenue speaking with the client, and then also through turning them into an advocate and receiving referrals from them and inviting additional people that they know to take advantage of the product or service, or at least have a conversation about it. Revenue operations is that tech stack and the operational workflow aligning all of those behaviors and processes from everybody in all of your revenue departments. It's 2022. We have to start aligning these teams. I feel like as a buzzword, we've talked about marketing and sales alignment for the last few years. There's technology out there to do it. There's a RevOps revolution happening. It's one of the most sought after, hard to find, hard to fill roles out there. Find a great RevOps professional, get the right technology, get them reworking your systems and the data flow and integrations and processes, automations for all of your revenue infrastructure. And I promise you the client, your customer is going to win. And then in turn, you win. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're interested in being on our show or want to learn more about how we can help you scale your company, connect with us at houseofrevenue.com or with me, Mary Grothy, spelled G-R-O-T-H-E on LinkedIn, Twitter, or Instagram.